Training early career researchers to use meta research to improve science. A participant guided learn by doing approach. An article by Tracy Weisgerber from Charité Universität Medicine Berlin, Berlin Institute of Health, Berlin, Germany, Plus Biology 2021. Meta research or the science of science is a powerful technique the scientists can use to improve science. However, most scientists are unaware that meta research exists and curses are rare. The initiative demonstrates the feasibility of participant-guided learn-by-doing approach in which a multidisciplinary global team of early career researchers learned meta research skills by working together to design, conduct and publish a meta research study. Introduction The reproducibility crisis has highlighted widespread issues with experimental design and methods, statistical analysis and reporting, and data visualization. Meta research or the science of science is a powerful technique the scientists can use to address these problems. Meta research is different from a meta analysis in which researchers combine all studies addressing a research question to estimate the size of the effect. Meta researchers apply the scientific method to study science itself. Data on the frequency of problematic versus good scientific practices allows researchers to develop and test targeted solutions. Meta research may also examine topics like hiring practices, journal guidelines, and funding agency policies. In addition to encouraging authors to adopt more transparent and reproducible practices, Meta research can contribute to policy change. Our meta research paper on the inappropriate use of bar graphs to present continuous data, for example, encouraged many journals to adopt policies requiring authors to replace bar graphs with more informative graphics. More scientists are unaware of meta research and few are trained to conduct these studies. Courses in these relatively new fields are rare. This paper provides an overview of the eLife Ambassadors Meta Research Team, in which a multidisciplinary global team of early career researchers learned meta research skills by working together to design, conduct, and publish a meta research study. The participant guided learn by doing approach provided hands on experience in using meta research to understand and solve problems with scientific research. The team's research examined the legibility and interpretability 
of images in scientific publications. Participants systematically assessed image-based figures among papers published in top 15 journals in three fields, plant sciences, cell biology, and physiology. The paper includes visualizations that illustrate solutions to common problems, including missing scale bars, misplaced or poorly marked inserts, images or labels that were inaccessible to colorblind readers, and insufficient explanations of colors, labels or annotations. Participants can apply their new skills to improve research practices in their respective fields. The learn-by-doing approach has many advantages. Whereas students in traditional courses complete assignments and exams, participants in learn-by-doing courses collaborate to create something of value to the scientific community. The hands-on approach forces participants to apply the concepts discussed in virtual meetings. The opportunity to complete a research study is popular with participants and the resulting publication gives participants credit for their work. Finally, participants gain skills for collaborating in multidisciplinary teams. This approach, however, introduces unique challenges. A participant-guided learn-by-doing course is best described as controlled chaos. Instructors must constantly adapt to changing circumstances. Unknowns at the beginning of the course include participants' expertise and personalities and potential projects. These uncertainties are gradually reduced as participants get to know each other, select a project and finalize the study design and protocol. This paper provides a brief overview of the virtual participant-guided learn-by-doing initiative and presents strategies for running a successful learn-by-doing course. A participant-guided learn-by-doing approach the initiative took place within the eLife Ambassadors program, which brings together early career researchers who want to improve scientific publishing and research culture. More than 200 early career researchers from around the world participate in the program each cycle, including graduate and medical students, postdoctoral fellows, and new principal investigators. Ambassadors can join initiatives focused on many topics, such as preprints, reproducibility, and meta research. 18 ambassadors joined the meta research team. This virtual team included scientists at different institutions in eight countries. Participants came from many fields, including developmental biology, plant sciences hematology and cancer biology. Online discussions via Slack and discourse were used to resolve simple questions and communicate 
asynchronously across time zones. Video conferences calls focus on in-depth discussions about complex topics. At the beginning of each phase, the instructor provided an overview of concepts, tasks, and tools needed for that phase. Subsequent sessions consisted of instruction-moderated discussions and group problem-solving. Participants posed questions or described challenges that they were experiencing. Team members explored possible solutions and selected the best approach. Topics were not planned in advance as they were often specific to the project and were framed around students' activities during the previous weeks. A condensed version of this approach is being used to teach a six-month credited course for 15 graduate students in different fields at four Berlin universities, whereas the Meta research team was open to any ambassador students had to apply for the Berlin course. This participant-guided, learn-by-doing approach has limitations. A single project is insufficient to learn the complex skills required to conduct any major research study. This initiative focused on a literature survey or systematic review style major research study. In this common basic study design, researchers systematically assess a set of records based on predefined criteria. The initiative's long-term effects are presently unknown. Even if participants do not conduct future major research studies, they have gained valuable skills for systematically evaluating the strengths and weaknesses of research in their own fields. Participants may use these skills to encourage their colleagues to adopt more transparent and reproducible practices. Lessons learned. This section outlines strategies for running a successful learn-by-doing course. Create a positive and inclusive group dynamic. Participants must collaborate to complete the project. Therefore, it's important to quickly get everyone working towards a common goal. This includes agreement on the objectives, process, and course deliverables before the project is known. Team building strategies used in this initiative were described previously. The instructor should moderate calls to ensure a balanced discussion and fill in knowledge gaps once all participants have spoken. While knowledge gaps will be common in early sessions, the group should transition to participant-driven discussions with few inputs from the instructor over time. Create opportunities for participants to get to know each other. In-person meetings were impossible for this global virtual team. Strategies for connecting team members included introductions or brief personal updates on each call. 
Many tasks were performed in groups of two to five people, providing opportunities for personal conversations. We created a text messaging group in 2020 to provide support during COVID-19 pandemic lockdowns. Social texts continued after lockdowns ended. Many participants reported that the supportive team and relationships with others kept them engaged. Have participants select a project that is interesting to them? The group selected the project, which was proposed by participants after three months of constructive criticism, group problem solving, and feasibility testing. This process was designed to build consensus around the strongest projects. This was a multidisciplinary team. Therefore, the fact that many fields use images was a distinct advantage of the selected proposal. Everyone could contribute and many participants used images in their own research. Teaching participants to design studies in an unfamiliar field is very time-consuming. Some proposals may require extensive design changes, others may not be feasible. In the condensed follow-up course, the instructor proposed two projects and participants could propose a wildcard project. This shortened proposal development while allowing participants to consider strong proposals from their classmates. The instructor's projects were not fully developed proposals allowing students to walk through the study design process. Focus on why Participants make many decisions while designing and conducting a study. While individual decisions may be highly technical on topic specific, over time students become adept in applying concepts and evaluating trade-offs between possible solutions. Focusing on why the group is choosing a particular option builds reasoning skills and enhances future decision making. Use participants' unique skills to enhance the project. Participants came from many disciplines and had a wide range of skills. This diverse expertise strengthened the project. The team assessed three fields to improve generalizability. Those with coding experience run the literature research, managed databases and analyzed data. Visualization experts prepared figures illustrating common mistakes and recommended practices. Use unexpected events as teaching opportunities. Unanticipated problems occur in every study. Instructors can use these events to teach problem-solving skills. One of the journals included in the sample, for example, was de-indexed during the project. The team identified three possible solutions and discussed the advantages and disadvantages of each before deciding how to proceed. Participants applied the concepts that they learned to solve subsequent problems. Use regular meetings and progress updates 
to maintain momentum. Regular progress motivates and energizes participants. Participants prefer to meet every two to four weeks during active periods. The condensed course met weekly. Small groups shared their progress with everyone in the updates channels. Share interim outputs. Interim outputs like the science of science reading list for peer reviewers motivate participants and encourage them to discuss their work. Some participants presented the group's activities at institutional research days. The group presented quarterly updates on ambassador course and in newsletters. The Berlin students presented their work at a virtual meta research conference. Build a diverse team to expand participants' horizons. This was the first time that most participants had worked in a global, multidisciplinary team. Participants identified problems that were common to many fields, while exploring factors that were unique to the country or discipline. This emphasized the need for systemic improvements and the complexity of implementing changes across the global scientific community. Provide leadership opportunities. Small group activities provided many opportunities for participants to develop leadership and teamwork skills, including leading small teams, chairing calls, planning and coordinating tasks, giving regular progress updates, conflict resolution, and consensus building. Thank you for listening to this article. Please do follow me on Twitter, Pub Reading, and support this podcast.